Welcome to the Pause Purpose Play podcast with me, Michaela Thomas, clinical psychologist, couples therapist, and founder of The Thomas Connection. I help high-striving busy people let go of the pressure of perfection to create more joy, connection, and compassion in their lives. On this podcast, we promote balance of a burnout through giving you the permission to pause, the curiosity to find your purpose, and the courage to play. Hello and welcome back to the Pause Purpose Play podcast with me, your host, Michaela Thomas. Here's another little short episode from the book, The Lasting Connection. And I know you might want to tune out if you're not actually in a relationship, because this is a relationship book. But this chapter, this is chapter 13, Doing What Matters, is all about values and finding direction in your life. And that's really relevant to you, even if you're currently single or you have no intention to enter a partnership. So I hope that you stay tuned for this episode anyway. Yes, I'll be connecting it to couples and and thinking about partnerships, but it's really important to help you find direction when you feel a bit lost in the woods. So stay with me, dear friend, because I also want to mention something really exciting at the very end of this episode. So stay tuned for, say, 10 minutes or so. Come on, give yourself the time. You can do this. So firstly, we want to think about what we mean when we say values. You know, it can be really difficult to protect the connection with our partner in our busy modern lives. We all have a lot on our plates. So it can be really difficult to figure out how we do the things that matter the most to us. How do we move towards the things that really matter? Choosing to maybe act more like the kind of person you want to be in your relationship, the kind of partner you want to be. And that can give you a really good chance of living a valuable and connected life together. So let's think about what that means. What is values? Have you ever thought about what really matters to you in your life? What really matters to you in your relationship? A lot of people don't stop for long enough to reflect on how they can create a meaningful life together, where they live and love in line with the guiding principles important to them. So understanding values and the values you hold specifically, uniquely to you, can really help you move in that direction of what really matters. So for me, when I thought about this in the book, I thought about values being how you want to be and how you would like to act to move in a certain direction in your life. And I thought about this a lot by reading literature from other authors, of course, someone like Russ Harris, who's written the book The Happiness Trap, where he talks about values as your heart's deepest desire for how you want to behave, how you want to treat yourself, how you want to treat other people in the world around you. So you choose these ways of behaving. It's not about following shoulds or musts or rigid rules. And values are not the same as goals, where you can tick them off when you've just met them. You've done this once and then you're done. It's about a day-to-day journey, rather than thinking about values being something you just arrive at at a particular destination. It's about consistently acting like that day-to-day, the journey in that direction of travel. So goals are the things you aim for in the future, but values are what you choose to do in this moment, how you choose to be. So getting married or having a baby, there could be goals to work towards. A lot of people see them as milestones, whereas being a kind and loving partner are values you can choose to show up in line with, choose to be more like that. So in your relationship, you might value different things. 
like being a fair partner, caring, supportive, kind, or having trust, equality, and connection. These might be things that you follow as guiding principles. So how would you act then if those were your guiding principles? You might try to share the housework with your partner in a fair way, or you might want to look after them if they're sick, or you might make space for both of you to share how your day was if you think of fairness, equality, supportiveness, and trust. So it isn't possible to get to the destination or goal of being a fair and caring partner and then just stay there. Box ticked. You can't just do the housework once and then say, I've been a fair partner who've who've done my, my fair share and be done with it. It's how you show up consistently over time. Perhaps you prioritize other kinds of values linked with, say, positive experiences together like fun, sensuality, curiosity, challenge or playfulness. And actually a lot of couples who come to me for couples work or couples therapy would say that they used to make space for those things, but over the years they've drifted away from acting in a fun and playful way. Having children or getting sick or losing your job, all of those things will influence those positive events. And you can't prevent stressful things from happening but you can influence how you act towards each other in your relationship. So bulletproofing your relationship simply by acting in line with your values. In the book at this point, I go through an exercise where you can dive deep into what your values actually are, identifying what you hold as a value in life, what you hold as a value in love, and then thinking about, after choosing from these common values, then thinking about, actually, is there a gap in any way? between what I value and how I'm showing up? Is there a difference between what I think really matters and how I kind of want to be as a partner and how I want to be in life and what my behavior is currently like? Because if you're not acting in accordance with what you believe in, you might start to feel bad. It can give rise to strong negative emotions like sadness, hopelessness and despair, and it can lead to depression and anxiety. It's almost like this values gap creates an unpleasant sound or dissonance, a lack of harmony between your actions and your values. You might feel like you lack purpose in life and not being true to yourself. And this is not good for, for you, nor your relationship. So you have a choice. Coming back to Russ Harris, he talks about how we have a choice point in life, where you can choose to either go towards or away from what truly matters to you. By becoming aware of the effects of your actions, you can move towards a closer relationship with your partner. But unfortunately, things show up. Tricky thoughts and feelings show up and hook you away from that. So for instance, if you value patience, you might benefit from noticing when you're rushing your partner through a story they're telling you and notice what effect it has on your relationship when you're rushing them. You might then have self-critical thoughts like, oh, I'm being a really terrible partner. I should just listen without interrupting you're actually then even more likely to act away from what's important to you. So how do I then get back to acting like a patient partner? You might then choose to take a deep breath before you speak. And just almost like having that little pause can help you act more in line with your values to really allow that other person a chance to finish. So how do I then visualize being a patient partner? So once you've noticed if there is a values gap in your life or in your relationship, we then think about 
finding the willingness to take committed action to closing that gap. If you have a lack of harmony or that dissonance, it's actually, what do I need to do? How do we find direction together? And I think of that sometimes as being a bit lost in the woods. If you and your partner have been together for a long time, you might feel like, well, I know this walk. This is a familiar walk. We've been here before. And then you're out there walking and you start arguing. After a while, you realize you got lost as you didn't pay attention to the path ahead. You start to feel really uneasy seeing the last race of sunshine and then might have a go at your partner for not following the path or you beat yourself up for being so stupid that you got lost. Your pulse goes up and you walk faster as the threat system in you activates. That's what a lot of couples do that I see. They just get lost and then they walk even faster out of sheer panic and end up walking in circles, repeating old patterns and arguments. They desperately want to get out of whatever discomfort they experience, but they lose sight of how they want to be. So at this point, I think it's really important to notice that actually you do have a map and compass, but you might have forgot to pack them altogether, or you might forget to take them out. You get complacent because you've been together a long time and you think, we've been on these walks before, I know this path. But it's so easy to drift. So easy to get lost in the day-to-day and forget what's really meaningful to you. Perhaps you're thinking of a map you've drawn out over each other, thinking, I know my partner inside out. Actually, you need to redraw that map from time to time. Keep charting out the territory. Your partner changes and so do you. And keep thinking about which direction does that compass point to. You know, what is important to you? That changes too. Your values are also dynamic and change over time. So my encouraging kind of last summary for you here is to think about how you can get out of that metaphorical forest of your relationship, how you can take out a map and compass, how you can find a direction and fine tune this from time to time, figuring out what really matters to you. And in the book, we also talk about how the different ways of being compassionate with yourself and with your partner can really help you here to figure out what gets in the way of living in a valued way. And how you can be with each other in a more loving, flexible and free way. So do dive deeper into this book and have a go at the exercises around values. And let me know what you think. But you know what? You're in good company if you find it really hard to work through a book independently. Or you find it difficult to earmark the time in your week and you need a little bit more support than that. So here's the very exciting thing I am going to tell you that I promised in the beginning that I was going to tell you. And that is that I've turned this book into a course. Now, you're not going to get everything from the book because, trust me, my friend, I put a lot of words into it. I even cut out 25,000 words because it was too long. And it's still pretty long. So if you want to have the nuts and bolts and the hand-holding and the exercises of what I put into this book and how I present this to couples when I work with them one-to-one, but you don't actually want to do the one-to-one with me, Maybe you don't have the the budget for that because seeing someone for a number of sessions one-to-one can be expensive. Or you don't really have the time to do that or you actually want to do this work when I'm probably not available. So I don't do any evenings or weekends, for instance. But if you bought a course, which is what I'm mentioning as my very exciting thing, is I have a course called The Compassionate Couple. If you get that sort of course, you can do it in your own time, from your own sofa, working through exercises that are based on evidence-based practices and research together with your partner to build 
a happier, more meaningful life in line with your values for a lasting connection. So if you're interested in that, you can go to thethomasconnection.co.uk forward slash the compassionate couple and join the waiting list now because the course is coming soon and you don't want to miss being the first one to hear about it. As part of this course, I will also be offering some slots of an assisted package where you get to have some one-to-ones with me to help guide you through the course as well. But that will fill up very quickly. So be the first ones in there to get that when the course is released in April. So if you are interested in this, do go to thethomasconnection.co.uk forward slash the compassionate couple. I'll put the link in the show notes as well so you can easily click your way forwards. And as always, until I speak to you next time, do take care of yourself. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I know it's not easy when you feel busy and overwhelmed to find time for another thing to do. If this is you, if you feel overwhelmed or that you are close to your breaking point, then I've got a downloadable checklist for you that's going to help. This checklist is called Calm the Overwhelm. The first section has signs and symptoms of you being overwhelmed mentally or physically showing you that you might be close to breaking point or burning out. The second part is actionable, easy things you can do to try to slow down and give yourself a break. And the third part is a checklist of all the things that might show up when you're asking yourself to take a break. Perhaps your inner critical voice will have an opinion about why you're not allowed to give yourself the permission to pause. To download this free resource, go to www.thethomasconnection.co.uk forward slash calm. So that's thethomasconnection.co.uk forward slash calm. This episode of the Pause Purpose Play podcast was presented by me, Michaela Thomas. And you can find me on thethomasconnection.co.uk. And because great work rests on having a great team, This episode was kindly edited by Emily Crosby Media.